What up? Bienvenidos a la Ultra Capital de Marine Barbarians. What's up? Marine Barbarians podcast episode 46. No Billy today. He's camping. I was supposed to be camping too, but then I got too anxious about my final philosophy essay, so I stayed home to try and make some progress on that. But we're in Strem's basement, cooling off a little bit. It's nice and cool down here. It's still nineties up. Yeah, it's out in Wisconsin. Been a warm weekend. It's what, Friday was it? When was it broke a hundred? Been so fucking glorious though. It's been very warm, very humid, but I was ready for it. I'm ready for a transition into warmer weather. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's crazy how fast the swing happened, where it was, like, kind of cool spring, and now within a week, it's just, like, the dead of summer, it feels like. Yeah, this week it's supposed to get back down to the 60s. <coughs> Be a little bit more seasonal, I guess, more what we're expecting, what we're used to, but <coughs> that's the thing about Wisconsin, you never know. If you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. I mean, I'm not complaining, though. I love the dynamic weather. Yeah, dude, Wisconsin keeps you on your toes, man. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy how warm and just green and beautiful everything looks now just oh, after man. a day of rain. Yeah, yeah. It was nice. The, the grass came back like a week or two ago, and then now this week the leaves are coming out of the trees. Everything's coming to life, man. Waking up after well, winter. Hell yeah. Before spring. Oh, man. That, what that reminds me of is, um, did you get a chance to listen to Andrew Huberman on the Jocko podcast? No. No, I didn't see he was on there. It was, it's a good episode. It's like five hours long. Um, I'm not completely finished with it yet, but I won't say a bunch of the shit. But one of the things that I thought was pretty cool was he was describing how your sleep-wake sleep wake cycle is pretty linked to, like, your body temperature. And so it your body's coolest middle of the night when you're sleeping, kind of heats up, you wake up, mm-hmm. gets warmer, peaks midday, kind of cools again. And so kind of if you plan your actions to accentuate that and kind of see sunlight at certain points to anchor it, so wake up, work out, <clears throat> see the sunlight, do an ice bath or something, and like all that shit kind of solidifies that. And he said, think about it like the climate you're trying to create inside your body is like a warm summer day. And so if it's a warm summer day, everything's growing and healing, and your body's just like healthy, and then, like, alternatively to that, if you're not seeing sunlight, if you're not being active, if you're not sleeping right, all this shit, your body, like, the inside's kind of like a cool, stormy winter day. And so it's just in survival mode at that point. Sure. And, yeah, just that that thought of just having a warm summer day inside you, just all year round, depending on your actions, it's fucking the power of Sowelo, man. <clears throat> sunlight in your veins. Yeah, yeah, I uh, took his advice and, and make sure I view the sunrise and sunset as much as I can. I mean, it's it's pretty easy with my schedule right now, and especially because the sun's up at like 5 now, and I don't get up till like 5.30, but yeah, getting that little bit of uh, blue light in the morning and then red light at night kind of helps your circadian rhythm stay in sync, and then uh, he was saying too, it's easier to get up if you, like, after you wake up, you do something with, like, involving adrenaline, like a workout mm-hmm. or a cold shower. Or breathing, even. Yeah, yeah, the breath, the Wim Hof stuff. Yeah, just, you know, you train your body. Your body's like, okay, well, approximately 
5.45 every morning, fucking some shit pops off, and we, you know, we need to elevate our heart rate and blood pressure and shit, so <clears throat> how about before that, we start getting primed, and then, yeah, combined with the, the sun already being up, and all those birds at my feet are outside my, my bedroom window, man, it's like, I'm like suspiciously alert when I wake up now, like, I just like get out of bed, and I'm just like, you know, like sometimes you're a little confused or a little like hazy at first, you're like, what's, what's that noise, oh, it's my alarm, like, I just, like, step out of bed and, like, turn my alarm off, and I'm like, okay. I'm awake <laughs> Maybe now. begin my day. Like, everything's, I'm fully alert and oriented. <laughs> nice. I'm going to say, too, those fucking workouts are really nice. How It's like, we're really not even doing anything crazy exerting. Like, said, some, some days I do maybe a 10-minute fucking deal with some uh, Dennis Hall static hold stuff and kettlebells. Like I said, I usually use that pull-up bar every day, but... Yeah, I, I don't even usually break a sweat. Like, but. Well, the way I've been thinking about the Dennis Hall isometric holds and stuff is, like, you put your body into proper position, then you flex, and your muscles are pulling your skeleton into proper shape. So, like, my messed up shoulder, my lower back, if I get in the right form and I'm doing those holds, I'm feeling all kinds of pops and cracks and stuff, like, popping back into place. And then doing those exercises and just moving around. Like, I really think it just loosens up the joints and muscles, gets everything kind of lubed up and working right and just ready for the day. And it, at the mm-hmm. bare minimum, if you can just do that, you're warmed up for the entire day, you know? Yeah, yeah like I said, I've got kind of that hybrid warm-up routine. I do sort of a mix of yoga and then the Dennis Hall stuff when I end up at a yoga position that's close enough to that. And then uh, those split squats. Those are all kind of stuff I do just, you know, go through a little, it's like a little routine. Like it's kind of, the hell's the word? Ritual. Coordinated? Ritual? I don't know, whatever. I, I call it ritual. Yeah, it's ritualistic, sure. Because um, it gets meditative after you do it enough. Oh yeah, especially, you know, especially mornings I smoke too. Just get up, take a puff, put some music on and, you know, I got the sun shining through, birds fucking around outside. Oh man, yeah, it's a good time. It's a good place to be. Well, ritual, I mean, that's pretty much you're creating an environment for something to happen, and you're just creating the environment to have a good day, a prosperous day. You know? I, yeah, I like ending the day with some of that Dennis Hall, too. It feels like it, I don't know, moves, pushes any lactic acid or anything out. Oh, yeah. just kind of, I don't know, it's good shit. Yeah, and I like it, too, because it's, it's kind of on the verge of workouts, so if you do it every day, it does, like, help. But also, it's light enough where it just warms you up, so then you can do any number of workouts throughout the day, and it's nothing at all. Yeah, and like I said, adding those fucking bands as a serious game changer. Yeah, glad I took it to the next level. <clears throat> and I think I'm using the two smallest bands that came with that pack from, uh, from PMAC. Hell so yeah. I still have, still have room to improve, so... Fuck with that for a while. Yeah, I think my next big purchase would be like a kettlebell or something. Yeah. I got all that camping shit. I just fucked around and put it all in the my shopping cart on Amazon. I got like $400 worth of stuff. <laughs> but oh, that, what all did you get? Well, I didn't get anything yet because uh, fucking where I'm at financially, $400 worth of camping stuff's not doing it. But because um, <clears throat> I was getting those Sam splints, want to get some of those. Um, you know what they are from the military, but they're like, a, I don't know what's in the middle some kind of really flexible like metal, metal. Bowl. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's a thin, thin something aluminum maybe, wrapped in a 
foam, and it's used for it's for splinting, you know, for a, for a joint injury or a broken bone. Um, yeah, they just you can form it to fit the body and then wrap it up and. Yeah, it's a good lightweight, portable, flexible, mm-hmm. you know, multi-purpose splint. It's very <clears throat> multi-purpose because it's just a, like, a foldable mat covered in foam. So you can yeah. really do whatever the fuck. You might make bowls out of it. <laughs> do whatever. Yeah, you can do all kinds of shit with them. Um, yeah, fucking make a, you know, a protective little, like, cone thing for an eye injury. I don't know. You can yeah. do all kinds of shit. Anyway, um, yeah, so I've got some of those, um, or I'm getting some of those. I ordered two more of those um, those SOF tourniquets, those fucking nicer ones mm-hmm. with the metal windlass and the fucking yeah. triangle clip to hold the windlass. Those are key. Yeah, I have one of those, and I have one of the you know shitty military issued the plastic, the plastic windlass. Yeah, I have one of those, and like obviously I'll still keep that, but I was like, eh, fuck it. As long as you're gonna, as long as I'm gonna have some tourniquets, might as well just fucking have really good ones because. If you need them, you're probably gonna want a good one. <laughs> yeah, it was like I think it was like it was seventy bucks. I think sixty or seventy bucks for two of them. But it was like, yeah, thirty five bucks is is worth fucking saving somebody from bleeding out. Like, well, that's like the quick clot. It was twenty dollars for a two pack, and I was like, if we're gonna need quick clot, it's definitely gonna be worth twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So yeah, if you, me, and Billy are camping miles away from our truck, and somebody needs to, you know, just stop bleeding from an extremity, want to be ready. So. Yeah, that um, that new water purification bag. You have that uh, gravity-fed one. It's from, uh, what the fuck is that called? Life Water? Is that the brand? Yeah, they're like a charity, too. So they every filtration product you buy from them, I think they donate some or some money. Like to a it. dollar or a single unit to some like agencies, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they, sure. it's it's helping other people get clean drinking water too, and yeah, it's it looks really really nice. I mean, it better be really nice. It's one hundred twenty nine dollars, but it's a twelve liter bag, so that's pretty fucking. That's nice because then I figured too. I I'm not a fucking math magician. Maybe we can ask X, or somebody with just a little bit more math common sense. But I mean, it's more water, so there's more weight, so it should be able to feed like easier or faster, right? I mean. Or is it just relevant because it's all water? I mean, and it's all going through the filter. So, I mean, yeah, like, there's going to be a little bit more pressure when it's full. But as it drains and there's going to be less pressure, I mean. how Because how big is yours, 10? 10. Yeah. Yeah, I guess 10 to 12 isn't really going to notice. But they had a 5-liter one, and I was like, well, that's probably about how much water one person's going to need for a day. So. Yeah. We're like, let's, let's at least get the 12-liter one and just, you know. And those are nice because it's like a setup where it's a big setup where when you're camped out somewhere, you just set that up and that's making water passively for everybody. And if you really need water on the go, get like a smaller life straw or something. Yeah. And I have one of those, so I should be good for my own personal supply. And then, yeah, keeping that at the campsite. That's the plan. Um, <clears throat> fuck else. Uh, a little like med pack bag that has the, uh, the Molly you know, straps nice. on there. Um, yeah, I'm going to figure I'm going to strap that on the bag. I, I think it'll be worth having just a separate, very easily identifiable med bag. You know, everybody in in the group will know that that's where the fucking med shit is. It'll be right on the outside of the bag. Mm-hmm. And then everything will be right there, you know, one zip away. So, yeah, just instead of, because like the way I have it now, it's in one of those pouches hanging off the back of that ruck. I think I'm going to get a new ruck anyway. So, I don't know. It's just, more easily accessible, easier to, I don't know. I did, I tried to make that, um, 
the one that I have easier. I fucking sharpied a big red cross on mm-hmm. it. So I remember that. But <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Just having its own thing and be able to carry a little bit more. It'll be better organized than just stuffed in a pouch. Well, especially together. since you were the medic, you you it would make sense. You have the designated med bag, <laughs> and that's yeah, and that's what I thought. Like I feel like it's kind of my responsibility. Like I, I obviously don't remember probably most of what I know, but I still remember enough to save a life, and I should know the most out of the whole group. So I should you know you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. some shit pops off, and, and I if I'm not the one with the who's the most prepared, like what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, I mean, we were, were both pre- quite prepared. Oh, well, yeah. Like, yeah, with Billy, I threw the quick clot on there. You had the gauze yeah. and tape ready. <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, we did fine. But... And now I we all have more gauze because we got that big pack. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm excited, man. I'm going to... I fucking can't find his business card, and I literally don't even remember his name, so I feel bad, but my fucking camping mentor from the winter camping class... That fall line, I was going to email him and <clears throat> um, ask him if he could recommend any good, like, national parks for uh, 4th of July, me and Kyle and Ranger going camping. But, uh, yeah, I want to get back in touch with him and start, you know, Hell getting yeah. into regular communications with him. <clears throat> so he had his shit together in all kinds of terms, because I don't know if we talked about it on here, but he's he was, like, a retired first sergeant, and he's had multiple deployments. So he's a bad dude, and he's been fucking camping his whole life. So he's got, like... 40 plus years of fucking camping experience wow. like winter camping and shit so he's had you know gone through all the trial and error and um maybe he he plans everything like a first sergeant like he's got you know every the whole sit rep and fucking every, nice. he's got acronyms he's got the whole the whole spiel so and i mean a lot of shit i didn't even think about uh, or you know probably i don't know if i would have thought about like um if you're going you know hiking out from your vehicle like a state park or whatever to call the local sheriff's department and let them know, like, your vehicle and license plate and stuff so somebody doesn't call it in and doesn't get, like, towed. It's, mm-hmm. like, an abandoned vehicle or some shit, you know? Cause you imagine, like, especially if there's, yeah. like, an emergency, you, like, come out to the truck and you're just, where the fuck is the truck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, or just, you know, after a long day, a long weekend of camping or whatever the fuck. How fucking shitty would that be? You just have shit like that happen. So, yeah, some little things like that. And, <clears throat> um, I don't know, man, he's, it was a good class. It was definitely worth taking. And it'll be good to have him as a mentor. We'll we'll have our shit together out there. Yeah, absolutely. You're probably gonna be able to get out quite a bit camping this summer. <laughs> That's the plan. We wanted to go at least a few times. I don't know. I I don't really care that much about summer camping. I don't like the bugs and yeah. it's just like your fucking nutsack being all stuck to your leg. Like I would rather do it at least in the fall. And now that we've done winter camping once, I'm feeling pretty empowered. And now that I've been through those classes and like I'm really excited to <clears throat> I have a whole fucking list of equipment for winter camping that I gotta get or wanna get. That'll be fucking cool to get to try some of that shit out. Yeah, I feel like we're we're very capable and it's In it's pretty camping, fun yeah. and it's a it's a really good test, you know, because there's a lot less room to fuck around, you know. Yeah, and no <laughs> bugs. That's like honestly no makes bugs. it that that pretty much makes it for me winter camping. Like just because yeah. there's no bugs, like. Worth it. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Plus, you feel kind of tough doing it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Tell people you went camping, they're like, what? Like, yeah, you know. We're... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I do like the reactions, yeah. <laughs> like, what? Why would you do that? Yeah. Just like, it's not that bad. Either you're working, so you're 
hot, like warm enough, or you have a fire, so you're warm enough. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. But it'll be much better when I have my own sled, and it's all set up with those tie-downs, and I got a fucking trekking poles, and we're just Hell yeah. fucking rope. Snowshoes worked out decent. Yeah. For, um, but just breaking trail. Yeah, I, um, I'll probably look into those, too. I can't remember. I think I wrote it in the notes, but he was saying, <clears throat> he, he, like, told me, like, what the minimum he thought was good for snowshoes was. I don't remember what it was, but... Yeah, you really don't... They weren't completely yeah. necessary, but they yeah. were, like, convenient to have. But yeah. Dude, cross-country skis, I got a pair right there in the corner. Yeah. Bro, those fuckers, especially around here, you can move, like, crazy yeah. on skis. Yeah. That's awesome. Because, yeah, in the winter when we are in the mountains, uh, skis were the <laughs> fucking best. Yeah. Especially, like, because we pull the sleds, like, the Mickwicks, I think we call them, I don't remember... But, yeah, we pulled the sleds with our skis on and shit. Mm. It was funny because there were some people who were pretty weak skiers, and fortunately, like, I got decent at it. So, like, me and a couple of my buddies were good. So we would, like, ski up and down the column, like, helping out people wherever and just, like, doing shit. Or we'd scout ahead. So it's like, okay, we need to check out this site, like, however many miles up. And we'd just, like, basically just go on a fucking ski mission, like, patrol. Yeah. Just through the, just bombing through the woods, you know. It was fun as fuck. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, dude. And those skis were, like, um, multi-purpose because they were smooth on the bottom. So you could do, like, downhill with them. But then you put the skins on so they had grippies. So you could, like, go uphill and, like, use them like cross-country skis. <coughs> nice. <clears throat> yeah that was back before i knew how to embrace the cold so there were times during that <laughs> that uh training op where i fucking like there was a couple days stretch where i like couldn't feel my toes because our boots were like m- mountain ski boots but like with just like the shitty felt liner you know where it's like a half inch of like felt mm, okay it's like the <clears throat> ski boot in, like soft okay, ski boot yeah. inside of a hard plastic ski boot. <laughs> okay, yeah. And that's what we were trekking through the mountains in for like weeks at a time. And so like there were multi-day stretches where I just could had zero feeling in any of my toes. Like when I was like massaging them at night and trying to get feeling back or like blood flow back. And I was like, yeah, well, if I lose a toe, they'll have to take me down the mountain and I didn't quit. Like I wasn't going to quit, but it was like, if I lose a toe and they have to take me out of here, out of here, it wouldn't be the end of the world. <laughs> like, yeah, not a like, bad way to go out. <laughs> was willing to give up a toe to get out of there, so that's how rough it was. Like even the officers in our course were like, "Yeah, this is this is pretty rough." <laughs> Good times though. I wish I knew about the fucking like what I know now about the cold. Then, right. man, would have fucking crushed it. Man, I I don't think I could have known anything more. While I was in the army, because I think that was the problem, is I was like learning too much. And You're I was right. Like you know what? I gotta get out of here. <laughs> like you know what I mean. One thing that's <clears throat> crazy to me is um one because you meet all kinds of people, obviously so many diverse people, and you always see somebody like oh my thing is I do this, and like somebody always has their like super specialized workout routine that's like that's the reason why they're such a freak, yeah. you know. And so you hear all this shit. And I actually met a guy who told me about, like, barefoot running 
and like all the Born to Run shit. Oh yeah. Like I met him like halfway through the Marines, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And I like started implementing it a little bit, but just from what he told me. And now that I'm like finally went through and learned it all, I'm like, holy shit, that guy. If I would have just listened to him more closely, I would have been years ahead. Yeah, seriously. <clears throat> yeah, I'm glad we're at where we're at with uh, the running though. That's nice. <clears throat> to the point where it's enjoyable. I think it it's a good thing to do. I think we are born to run. I think it yeah. makes you the, uh, for me anyway, the, the healthiest I can be is when I'm running as an exercise and as like a hobby, you know? Well, and that's the thing is everybody says it's like so hard on you, but yeah, I've been pushing the stroller and yeah, with, even with doing that with good form, I've been wearing my thinnest earth runners and, um, was totally fine. No, no pain whatsoever. Like maybe a little calf soreness. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm taking notes for when we fucking have to write have to label this. Yeah. yeah, the description. <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about a lot of shit. This one doesn't really have wild. a theme. It's, it's just getting, rambling. It's getting all over the place, but yeah, running. I don't know. Been getting back into that fire this week. Feeling great. Loving the new shoes. <clears throat> um. Yeah, zero joint pain. No no knee pain, no nothing. Just fucking a little bit of muscle soreness that goes away in a day and a half. <clears throat> Weight should be. Probably going to go for a run tomorrow morning. That would be nice. Smoke a bowl. I got to get new headphones. That's the thing. Those fucking headphones, man. They're really nice. They're fucking Beats brand, so they're fucking real nice. Um, and they're Bluetooth, so they're kind of wireless, and they're connected to each other. Which is kind of cool because then they're harder to lose, I guess. But, I mean, yeah, you've seen them. They got, like, little... The, the part that has, like, the volume control and shit kind of rests, like, on your collarbone. Okay, so I'll, strap. I'll tell you, I think those are probably better to have because you're saying you want the ones that just go in your ears? I want the ones that just go in your ears but have the thing that wraps around the back of your fucking ear cartilage. Okay. Yeah, so, like, X has those. I think those, those are the way to go for running because... I can only run so fast with that fucking thing on there, because otherwise, I like, just the, you know, movement, just, it gets, like, off balance, and then, like, flops over. If it's too windy, I mean, it gets pretty fucking windy here lately, so it was, like, 40 mile an hour wind gusts, but, like, with that, it was, like, blowing the fucking headphones, like, off, like, onto my back and shit, so I just had to take them off and, like, tuck them in my shirt. So, and there's a, there's a few problems with that. Like, they're fucking great for cutting grass. Like, mm-hmm. like, it's fucking, that's nice. You're somewhere you're not... Something a little less than running. Okay. So, listen to this. So, I've seen videos where people take EMF readers and, like, put it up to, like, iPod earbuds or whatever the fuck. Like, in the ear Bluetooth headphones. And they're basically, like, put off EMF like a little Wi-Fi router. It's, like, I don't remember exactly how much, but it's a lot that it's putting off. Like, almost as much as a phone. And you're just, like, sticking this these EMF emitters inside your head, whereas, like, the ones where they're external and it has it, like, resting on your neck, like, I would imagine getting the radio receiver or the Bluetooth receiver as far from inside your skull as possible would be better. So, like, I think the around-the-neck ones, even though it's inconvenient, you're not jamming uh, <laughs> electrical device inside your skull, you know? Not worried about it. 
Appreciate your concern, but I mean, I talk well, on the phone s- sometimes. It's like it's you're like right, having an hour long right. phone conversation, maybe. Yeah, you in know? both ears. Okay. <laughs> it's like a. And it's I not switch like ears it's, anyway, so it's like a two hour. Well, that's the thing is because like having headphones <clears throat> in your ears, like yeah, it's putting sound into your ear, but it's not like the piece of it that's ha- receiving signals and like amplifying it. What do you think that does? It's going to scramble my fucking testosterone or something? Well, it'll put excess heat inside your skull. But I don't know. I'm just saying, like, well, here, let me say this. <coughs> what we've said and what we know about, like, consciousness field theory is that our bodies are, our entire bodies are basically, like, EMF amplifiers and projectors. And so if you're taking an artificially created device that's an EMF amplifier and like receiver and jamming it inside your body, which is also one of these things. It could jumble up those signals. So yeah, maybe like looking at it clinically in medical terms, it may like heat up your ear canal a degree, but who's to say, what if that throws like your just digestive system out of whack or some shit, you know? Maybe. I'm I can, like, I can, I can, yeah, I can see that maybe. It's something that like <clears throat> our body if it, like, from what we understand, if it truly is, like, so finely tuned and working on, like, such, um, like, detailed levels of energy, like, just jamming a, a device that cranks out, like, hundreds of, like, decibels or whatever measurement that is in, like, if you just jam that inside your body, like, I don't think it would be good if you put that anywhere. Hmm. Trying to think of stuff we already do that that's that. Well, like, laptops sitting on your lap can cause ball cancer. Yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to put a laptop on your lap. And I mean, phones, yeah, like, they say, like, Elon Musk said he would be fine wearing a helmet made of phones. Like, it doesn't do anything. But that's, what I'm saying is, like, he's like, what, it heats you, heat would heat your brain, like, a degree. Like, he's it's thinking purely in, like, what we can measure. But there, I feel like... The brain's more complex than what we can measure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you seem pretty in tune with your your EMF. You get your meditations and you visualize that. So. That's what I'm saying, man, is like, if it is, if there's anything to that, it would be easy to mess it up, like, with a phone. Like, even when I have my phone in my pocket, like, next to my balls. Like, whenever I realize that, I'm like, oh, geez, get this thing away from me. Like, I don't know. Dude, I'll be honest, I feel that way too. And I don't leave my uh, Bluetooth thing that, like, hooks into my home stereo. I don't leave that on when it's not, like, it fucking lets off just this very, very subtle little high-pitched fucking, like, pulse every once in a while. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, fuck. Oh. Yeah, like, I don't it, like that. And people <laughs> are like, oh, what's that really do to you? Like, yeah, maybe I'm like a... F- Meta level, nothing really noticeable, but who the fuck knows? It's Are, disturbing my fucking chi. It's telling your cells to start making cancer. <laughs> yeah. I don't, we don't fucking know. I'm not saying it's one way or the other, but if I don't understand it, I don't want to, like, just be, like, I want to be cautious with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't ever want AirPods or AirBuds. Who the fuck cares? (laughs) (laughs) They're made by slaves. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like the the fucking official accessory of college freshmen. (laughs) (laughs) All the fucking 18, 19 year olds have AirPods and white shoes and it's just, there's a very, there's like, 
I could maybe, out of the different, like, outfits and accessories, you could maybe build three males and three females out of, like, what the combination of, like, yeah, like, the combination of, like, clothes that are, like, trendy right now. It's all very, I don't know, it's, there's not, like, a variety, you know what I mean? Like, Mm. if you, if you get a, if you have a classroom with 40 kids in there, like, there's gonna be several, that fucking, I laughed out loud one day, I don't even remember if I was stoned, but I laughed out loud one day last semester in my philosophy class, because there was five girls sitting at one table, all in a row, and they all had white shoes with white socks and black leggings with a flannel, and then they all had a fucking coffee beverage, like either like like their own to-go thing or something from Starbucks. And it was like looking at a fucking, I don't even know. Like, like pentuplets. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, it was... That's know, trend, Trends are weird, right? Like, yeah, it's like, like yeah, zero originality. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though, with college and school, I think, is like when you're they younger, when you're younger... In high school and all that stuff, you you fit in with the cliques. But then college, it seems like the people who are most notable are the people who's like, wow, they just do everything that breaks the rules. Like people just, yeah, the least you can fit in, the better. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> or at least it's the time to shine for a few of those folks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I think about that. Just how I'm usually just automatically opposed to whatever's like popular at the time or like that'll even that'll be like a reason that i just don't want to like if i had a choice between two things and one was like well most people like this one i'd be like fuck that one then yeah i'd be like why do they like it why do they like it so much yeah, like, yeah, like, I, don't, really? I don't trust it or are they just being sheeple <laughs> is it because they want you to like yeah. it <laughs> Are they even th- are they conscious of why they want that? Have they thought about it? Are they just doing it so they don't get cast out of their precious tribe? They're just so fucking scared to be exiled. Fuck. It isn't even a tribe. It's more of a herd. To the tribe, you actually have personal agency. Yeah, right. You participate. <laughs> they just blend in. They're just they're like zebras. You know, they just yeah. want to look exactly like the person next to them, so they don't get fucking hurt. They'll get drawn out. Scared. Yep. <laughs> Talking so much shit. <clears throat> you know. Oh, where was Billy going camping, you know? I don't know. Yeah. He didn't mention. Who the fuck knows, though? That guy is wide-ranging, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could be anywhere. <laughs> Went to the Porcupine Mountains. Honestly, he could have, yeah. He could be in the Appalachian Mountains, man. He might fucking be anywhere. Yeah, Billy could really <laughs> be anywhere at this he point. He just goes, man. <laughs> Freedom. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah dude that's where we really are the spectrum because you're kind of like you could leave for a weekend if you want to like you have ranger yeah like, like, you, well, you can kind of do stuff yeah yeah whereas me i'm like i'm basically locked on the homestead <laughs> locked down on the homestead work yeah. and home groceries sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i got a haircut today <laughs> it's like you're on fucking house arrest <laughs> well dude that's the first time i've driven my truck in like weeks because i just drove my work van yeah fuck But it's okay. It's just, it's a season of life, you know? And that's one thing is, like, I noticed earlier we were talking about um, just incremental practices to build. Yeah. And that's, like, just doing stuff around the house or, like, being a parent, just incremental things. Just, like, oh, shit's out, need to pick it up or yep. get this thing ready. Or... 
do whatever. Yeah, trying to, I'm trying to be a lot more, uh, I don't know if you'd call it proactive, but just, bi- like, busy, responsible, you know what I mean? Just doing, Disciplined. Like, well, and like, yeah, well, definitely disciplined. Um, and yeah, just with, like, little chores and shit around the house, especially this time of year, you know, we got a lot of shit going on, well, and with Kyle getting ready to move in, like, we're also kind of doing that incrementally. So yeah, there's like a lot of just little bullshit that we got to do to kind of reorganize and whatever, and yeah, and like, uh. Well, I, I tried sending you uh, pic- the pictures of those Orioles, right? I sent yeah. them to you. And I was like, man, that's a shitty picture. And I was like, well, I was probably zoomed in a little bit because like, I didn't want to get too close to the window mm-hmm. and spook them. But I was like, fuck, this window is fucking dirty as hell. So like, I cleaned all the fucking windows on the porch and like inside and out. I don't know, just shit like that where I was like, I noticed something. And I was like, well, then what the fuck am I doing? Like, well, then I'll correct Yeah, why don't I just do it? Yeah. Correct it. Yeah, I, like usually I try to be, I mean, I guess maybe it's easier to do that in a work setting. Cause it's like, all right, I'm here, I'm getting paid. Like, obviously, I would, yeah, you know, yeah go sit down when yeah. you're at work, <laughs> yeah. And so, maybe it's a little harder around the house, or just you know, easier to just kind of like, ah. but I've been really, um, almost like a mantra, kind of trying to remind myself morning and night when I'm meditating that you're always happier when you make the disciplined, responsible choice. Just like, don't let myself forget that. No matter what it is, I always, if I you know, getting out of bed right at 5.33 when my alarm goes off instead of climbing back into bed for 15 minutes, it's, it feels better to just get the fuck up and start stretching and stuff than it does to be warm and comfortable. You know what I mean? Like I it, absolutely. Yeah, it's just it's easy to forget that, I guess. But So I'm just trying to remind myself twice a day, like, hey, like, make that make the right choice. It'll, it'll be better. Trust me. Trust yeah. yourself. That's the thing that's wild, too, like, with the morning routine, with meditation, stuff like that, is you're kind of, like, building an internal scaffolding in your mind, and you can add things onto that. Like, you're adding that mantra onto it, and just things you want to work on and instill, you can build into that, so it's, like, a daily reminder, and eventually you just incorporate that as part of your personality, you know? So, it's incredible how you can just consciously build that. Right. Yeah, I think um, one thing I kind of realized when <clears throat> I was sending the uh, this fucking uh, funny grad card. You know me, I love funny cards. Oh, yeah. Especially funny, inappropriate ones. Like, <laughs> they aren't like the wrong holiday, you know, or like, happy bar mitzvah, and it's like your wedding anniversary or something. Yeah. Love that shit. But uh, got a grad card for my stepsister graduating high school, and I was just like laying down some words of wisdom in there, you know? Because I was like, all right, like, what's something I wish I knew when I was graduating high school? And I was like, you're probably not going to listen because you probably think you're already smarter than everybody, which is, it's like, I don't know. I just want to, like, grab a fucking kid by the face like Billy Madison and be like, why do you, Why would you think that you're the smartest person in the world? Like, what makes you think that, like, you're the somehow... You got it figured every, out. Somehow everybody else is fucking stupid. Everybody that's ever been. Like, did you ever watch a movie? Like, there's a reason why all these things play out in movies, it's because they're, like, repeating patterns, and people, you know what I mean? Like, have you ever seen a fucking, oh, my God, I don't know. You know how, like, you know, the kid always wants to run away from home, and then they come back by the end of the episode? Like, like you realize that that just keeps happening, right? So, like, you're as dumb as all those movies. Like, you know that, oh, God. They don't. It's crazy. Is that what you wrote in the card? No. It just filled up, like, both <laughs> pages. Just, just like, really thick handwriting. Just both pages. Like, You're not handwriting. that fucking... You don't have this <laughs> figured out. That whole rant. I fucking promise you, you don't have this as figured out as you think you do. <laughs> Listen to older people. Are you kidding me? But I was like... 
No, I was like, I was just like learn about stuff, like especially yourself. But the more you learn about stuff, the more conscious you are of everything, and the more you know, understand how things work. Just the better you can use stuff, and then the better you can like make your quality of life and your happiness. Like you understand what's making you upset, you can fix that shit. And if you, I don't know, just the more things you understand about stuff, right? To a certain point, right? I mean, you don't want to don't seek too much wisdom. Once you find out what the CIA's really been doing, it's it's pretty depressing. So yeah. But, you know, you gotta fucking, I don't know, the more conscious you are of the shit around you and the better understanding you have, just think the heck you are. Like, just learning the shit about the three Abrahamic religions this semester, I don't know, I feel like it's really improved my life, because I've been able to take a lot of different stuff from those and try to apply it to my beliefs and, you know, get it to vibe with my, my shit. For sure, and that's the thing too, is um, looking at a lot of different sources and blending them together and kind of just finding a balance really between all things and that's the thing is balance is a constantly moving point so everything you learn is gonna you're gonna have to readjust yeah yeah you definitely gotta stay fluid i think um i don't know i feel like i've had an analogy for the balance of life before but i can't think of it now so never mind it's like balance and stuff yeah, sometimes it feels like you're on the lip of a wave or some shit where it's like right place at the right time, even though it is stressful and intense, but things are still just going the way, like a good way. Yeah, and I think with the balance too, I don't think it's ever static, you know what I mean? Or if it is, it's for a very short time, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's there's never really a time, and I don't... Maybe that's a problem with some people is they're waiting for that time of like when they're finally comes. there and they're just like, oh my God, when does it ever end? Like, dude, never. Like, you just got to keep riding it. Like, it's learn, learn the motion, learn the rhythm, like go with it. Like That's exactly <clears> it. <throat> people like, there's a lot of people that work their whole life and grind and grind and they're like, oh, when I retire, it'll be all good. And then like they retire and they're like, well, now what? Or like they die or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Like, that's the thing is, yeah, it's all about the ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I... I don't know if I know any surfers, but I gotta imagine that's why they're always so cool and fucking TV shows and movies and podcasts, like, because they get it. You know what I mean? They're literally riding waves. They literally have to understand how to balance and they have to understand the power that the fucking universe, like, they get thrown around by the ocean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's gotta make you kind of have a certain level of understanding of just, like, how insignificant you are and how, like, at the mercy of the world you are. So I feel like they've, they've got a good... Like, surfing is, like, analogous to that. So they, they kind of get it. They're like, oh, yeah. I mean, that works out with a lot of things, though. But surfing in particular, for Maybe sure. that's the warm weather that makes them so fucking chill and fucking... No, nah, it's a combination. Because there's plenty of people in warm weather who fucking suck. Maybe. No, there are. <laughs> I met him. <laughs> Confirmed. Have you heard of Alabama? <laughs> well, that's the thing, too, is, yeah. I don't know. I Sometimes I find myself saying shit like that but really i've been pretty decent at kind of putting my perspective to other people's kind of point of view and really getting less mad at people for like them as an individual and just kind of seeing like why they do certain things or trying to understand why they do it and so once you kind of understand a lot of that shit it's like tough to really get mad at them as a person like even though it's like bad shit sometimes but you're still like oh i can see why you did that that's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying about being more conscious of stuff. Yeah, as soon as you can 
be more conscious and more, you know, if you understand a little bit more about psychology and you can kind of think, okay, this per, you know, you can get to the point where you're not taking things personally and you're understanding that, you know, that's just a person doing what a person is. And then you get to the point where you're like, okay, it's just the universe doing what the universe was. Like, it just happened to me today, whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so this reminds me, I was going to tell you, because you're saying I'm a pretty patient person. Speaking of that, can we pack another? Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, let's take a break. Oh, you're our sponsor. And we're back. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, oh, sorry. Good I was going to say, we're going to plan on recording a new ad soon. but Yeah. I don't think I'm ready for it today. We need <laughs> Billy with us to do I the ad. What the hell? <clears throat> wouldn't be right. Guess not. But hey, I'll tell you that story about... um. Because, yeah, so I'm a patient man, and uh, so I kind of broke through a wall of patience and kind of perspective. Leveled up. The other week, yeah. Because, so I was hanging out with Lily and the kids, and um, it was like a, a couple weeks ago, and Forrest was still a little bit younger, so at that point, he, as like a real little baby, most of the time, is most comfortable with mama, you know, so... To, to him, I'm just a random person, essentially, at this point. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it feels like that. But, um, like, so when I hold him, it's tough for me to calm him down. And uh, so this this day, like, Lily was holding him a lot that day. And he was just, like, he was sick or something. So he was just fussy a lot. And eventually, like, I just had to hold him, even though he was screaming the whole time. And, oh, if you guys are hearing uh, that stomping, that's... Yeah, probably. Just going away. He was moshing earlier today. Yeah, you were playing some freaking rock for him. What was that? It was like power metal, so some like glory hammer, some like twilight hammer, something like that. He was digging it, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was just doing a circle of death. Just bashing his shit. It's instinctual, man. Must be why it feels so good. Well, yeah, I just like turned it on and started just like acting crazy, and he's just like, ah! Yeah, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Talking about magic, anyway. Seriously, but, Patience. um, but yeah, so I was holding on to Forrest and trying to calm him down, and he was just screaming his head off, and it was to the point where he's, he'd been, like, crying and screaming all day, so obviously, like, your nerves are getting frayed at that point, Listen to a baby crying all day, and, um, yeah, like, I was holding him, and I was... Like, almost to the verge of getting frustrated, because it was just like, I couldn't calm down. I was like, ah, and like, I don't know, forget what I wanted to do, but there was something that I, like, needed to do or wanted to do that day, and I was just like, wow, look at you, like, fuck you, like, you're just trying to do this thing, when he's just, like, a little baby, he's just crying, like, it's such a sad cry, he's like, tummy hurts, or he wants milk, or he's tired, or something like some reason he's just crying like that's all he can say yeah and here's me what being like oh shut up <laughs> so it's like wow it's like so that completely like i don't think i've really been frustrated or like lose my patience with my kids from that point just because a lot of times whenever they're doing something it's because i'm not paying close enough attention to them which Obviously not going to be a helicopter parent, but like at even one and a half, I don't trust Jack enough to know not to do things that would like hurt him and stuff. Yeah. So it's ultimately like <clears throat> under me to watch him. And a lot of times when he does get into shit, it's cause he'll like go towards a place he's not supposed to go and like look 
back at us to see our reaction if we're not paying attention to them they'll be like fine fuck it and they'll like go and do it <laughs> so it's like a lot of times it gets into shit i'm like oh, i'm sorry buddy i was on my phone for a minute or i was doing something and Ugh. wasn't paying attention to you and a lot of times he just wants like attention you know so it's really just helped me shift my perspective and it's helped with parenthood because yeah, you can't really obviously there's a lot of times when it's easy to get frustrated or upset or lose your patience with little kids when they're not cooperating yeah i it's it's weird like i don't know it must just be getting older or more like i'm kind of shifting my thinking more like towards parenting or something or being around you with your kids or something i don't know what it is but it now it starts to like irk me when i see like poor parenting in public Especially oh, like somebody, somebody it. like uh, I'll be like walking ranger and I can hear somebody yelling at their kid from inside their house. And it's like, like why do people like, you don't talk to, you shouldn't talk to anyone else, like any human like that. So why would you do it to your fucking kids? Like, don't you yeah. love them? Why would you fucking yell at your kid? That's so disrespectful and so fucking like mean. Like they can't, because, because they can't do anything to you. You're just going to. Yeah. Fuck man. <laughs> well, I forget who said it. Maybe it was Jordan Pearson, but he's like, yeah, you could either be like good to them or you could just be an overlord dictator until they're old enough to get the fuck out of there you know yeah but a lot of times like i was saying it's tough to to not lose your patience and that's like me like i fucking meditate and shit and you said i'm one of the more patient people you know and like i'm pushed to my limits sometimes i just imagine like what a shitty person would do to a kid if like jack's doing something that is like Oh shit, like if you like spill something. I'm usually like, oh my bad, like I wasn't watching you. Like, hey, it's okay, buddy, yeah. we'll clean it up. Yeah. Or someone would be like, hey, what the fuck? And like just like be pissed yeah. at the kid. Yeah. And it's like, I totally imagine that happens all the time, you know? Oh fuck yeah, dude. Unfortunately. It makes yeah. me love my kids that much more and want to do the right thing that much more. You know? And there's yeah. a lot of times when me and Lily are like, yeah, this shit's tough but also it's like i can see this that this is kind of the dividing line between between where some parents just like cave at a certain point and that's how they become shitty parents because they just like give up at one thing that eventually is like too tough you know yeah man yeah parenting is really important i feel like maybe there's i don't know if there's not enough emphasis on it like the I don't know. I feel like as far as society is concerned, like sex isn't really sacred. And so like the consequences of unprotected sex aren't sacred either. You know what I mean? Like it's not, I mean, look at compared to whatever the fucking fifties or something, somebody got knocked up out of wedlock, like how big of a fucking scandal that would have been in America versus <laughs> yeah. in America. Now it's like, That's you're, like the you're, norm. you're just fingers crossed. They get out of high school, not pregnant probably. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. It's it's like it's kind of lost its reverence, and I think parenting has kind of lost that too. Or people, too, I don't know. Or maybe people too are being like thrown into parenthood then that, that shouldn't be and don't have the support structure around them. Absolutely, I think that's really important too. Is to kind of keep building on that and have the grandparents help out. I mean, that's got to be so nice to have a direct blood relative fucking be able to help out with your kid. You know, I can say with absolute certainty that having family close by is like utmost important i mean even if you don't have like family at least have people you trust that you can like 
help you take care of your kids or help you do shit because it'd be impossible to do right. it well. Yeah, well, yeah, I think even just if you were single, too, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You would have no life other than taking care of your kids, so good luck making money. Yeah, so, or just you, your whole life would be making money to try and take care of your kids and so and you never see your yeah. kids. Yeah, what the fuck, yeah. So I, I think, I guess, people who get thrown into it like that, I mean, what chance do you have to really... You know what I mean? Like, not that you can't be a, a good parent if you're not ready for yeah. it. Obviously, it happens. You know, people raise kids just fine. You know, fucking pressure makes diamonds kind of shit. But, I mean, how how much nicer would it be if everybody had the opportunity to work on themselves and, you know, get mentally healthy and have a partner to fucking work with? You know, and I don't know. If, if people could set shit up more ideally to be a parent, then you would think there'd be a lot better parents out there. Well, the problem is a lot of things. But, right, you know, yeah, it's not I think a big source <laughs> of it is just community, and it's tough for somebody to kind of figure that out, you know, by themselves. You need yeah. the community structure around you, and you need to be a part of a community in order to thrive. And, I mean, obviously, people get pregnant in any, any situation, but obviously the people with, within communities do a lot better right yeah 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 community is fucking a huge part and I'm, I'm guessing we've gotten away from that as we've gotten away from more organized religion because that was just like a built-in community not only that it's <clears throat> it comes with like the type of society we live in because even people like regardless of their religion they keep like large extended families keep in touch Whereas in more modernized, industrialized countries where people move into cities away from their region and everybody's mixed together, it's more atomic family focused. Yeah. And um, I guess if you do have, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's still sources of community I and mean, there's plenty of groups and whatever clubs type shit that people get involved in. Well, that's the thing is there's any number of groups yeah. and clubs because people have that drive and need for a, any type of community. So, like, yeah. humans will make it in any circumstance, but it's just, like, what environments are more favorable for it. But even, like, poorer neighborhoods seem to have tight-knit communities in a lot of cases, so it's really... It's a very complicated issue. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, but it's certainly easier to be a better parent if you have a community structure around you and if you are, I don't know, just have some kind of fucking child psychology understanding, right? And like some kind of basic, just a little bit, you know, just a little mm-hmm. bit of like... Empathy? Some try to be conscious of other people's perspective, you know? God, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck, but... Unfortunately, there's just a lot of fucking assholes out there fucking raising kids. <laughs> yeah, but there's, yeah, it's tough. I think a lot of it comes down to, like, education. I mean, <clears throat> even that's a community issue. Like, I know for a fact that I'm not going to rely on the school system to teach my kids shit. Like, yeah, if they go to public school, wherever they learn awesome i'm also gonna like be interested in what they learn and also teach them other shit you know yeah yeah that's fucking i don't know i forgot what i was gonna say whereas like 
don't know, education just, because I don't know if what the, the school situation will even be like by the time in yeah. a couple of years when my kids are old enough to go to school. Like, I may just homeschool them or have a group of friends where we homeschool them. Who, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Yeah, we pretty much just got to make our own, like, commune. <laughs> how great would that be to just have a fucking field full of vegetables growing and I don't know how many fucking acres of, like, hunting and Just, like, several and families just, yeah. like, hunting, farming, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that'd be cool. Just Drake all homeschooling our kids, yeah. Drake, Billy, Nico, can you imagine that? Oh, just man. The fucking... The dream team. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. We'll buy, a pet, like, a quarter of Portage County. Anybody's free to move here as long as you participate. <laughs> nah. That's, see, that seems too culty. To have a fucking. Well, actually, I don't know land. if it would be culty. Just to have it like a sovereign. Sovereign, uh. I don't know. Because I think what would make it a cult is if you have like an overarching like moral structure I, or something. Well, yeah, and I, if I think I think if we all maintained our fucking autonomy, if we were yeah. just families living, we weren't like we didn't all fucking hold hands and dinner <laughs> together. We just didn't like have one walled off little section. Like yeah, everybody's just like, doing their own thing. At the end yeah. of the day, you went back to your own house yeah, with your that... own wife. Like, <laughs> you know. Like, then I don't think it would be like culty. It would just be like share crime. Yeah. But <laughs> True. yeah, if we all had the same religion, that would be too much. Yeah. Like... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Power Rangers dreaming. He's oh no, he's making <laughs> dream about how much fun he had playing with the little kid outside. <laughs> no, he's sleeping. <laughs> I thought he opened his eye, but Ranger's having a good dream. Chasing something, maybe. <laughs> it's so cute. And he sleeps like all day, so he dreams like all day. So I just good I for him. Yeah. Dude, he's just flying in the spirit realm. Just <laughs> he loves it. Oh yeah, he's always like kicking, and sometimes he's like growling. Oh, <laughs> so cute. Dogs are the best. <laughs> they really are. Okay. Oh, that that picture of my uh, three times great grandpa playing with a fucking dog. That was a cool one, right? He was yeah. in his, like, ceremonial regalia and just tossing a, I don't know if it was a tennis ball or just a fucking ball of leather because it was, like, 1912. But... Yeah, they probably made that out of leather. <clears throat> but, yeah, he's playing fetch with a dog. That was pretty cool. Hell, yeah. Man's best friend. <clears throat> oh, man. Some um, Sometimes shitty parents make cool people, though, right? Because you have to, like... Just, all like, comedians. Yeah, right? Yeah, do, like, rough childhood. Yeah, dude, seriously. But that's the thing, too, is, like, yeah, obviously to be a good parent doesn't mean protect your kid from hardship, but yeah. prepare them for hardship. Yeah, prepare the child for the road, not the road for the child. None of this fucking... This pussy shit. Just fucking... You know, just no more helmets. No, just, <laughs> you build a fucking ramp, jump your butt. No, I don't know. <laughs> no. I, wear a, I wear a helmet on a bicycle now. And my motorcycle every time, because God fucking, I, now I'm just, like, I get myself, because I'm like, this is going to be the one time, right, where I'm like, oh, I didn't wear a fucking helmet, because I was just going around town, and then, boom. Yeah, and especially skull. since you're in your own head now. Yeah, so now every, I'm like, ah, oh, fucking but And a bicycle, because I'm like, listen, man. Nobody fucking sees you when you're on a bicycle. No, it's just fucking good luck. 
Hey, you can get one of those cool helmets with the mohawk on it or something. Good. <laughs> There's that guy who fucking rides around on a moped with a fucking, like, dinosaur helmet. You seen that guy? Oh, wow. Dude, you should just wear your motorcycle helmet on the bike. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can wear your gloves. Your little gloves you always wear on the bike. <laughs> you need one of those lowrider bikes, like the beach cruiser bikes. <laughs> What are we talking about? Kids? Toughen it up. Goddamn yeah. kids. Resiliency. You gotta build resiliency. Right? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, <clears throat> yeah, a lot. Jack's being pretty damn resilient, and a lot of it, I'm just teaching him, like, through playing and letting him explore stuff, you know? Just kind yeah. of guiding him as he kind of explores on his own. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's really just gotta make sure he's not getting hurt. Yeah. But let him get, let him push the boundaries, you know? What they say, <laughs> let kids do stuff <laughs> Do dangerous stuff carefully. Yeah. If they're being careful, let them do it. Yeah, hell yeah. <clears throat> Raising kids. So easy. I don't know why everyone makes such a big deal out of it. <laughs> Can't be that hard. Yeah, but that's <laughs> the thing is, humans are very complicated things. And so obviously there's plenty of people who had <clears throat> shitty parents that turn out to be amazing people. So Yeah. It's it's really everybody just do it your own way. Just try to do it good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just do your best. You know? <laughs> Probably don't yell. Save yelling for emergencies. That's actually a good idea, yeah. That's, yeah, that's kind of been my, uh, my rule. I think I, think I kind of got that from Jocko. I don't know if he says that like explicitly, but that's, I mean, like what he would say is that like the only time he would yell at well, like subordinates in the military was in an emergency, but I think you can pretty much just apply that to general life. Like, don't yell at another human unless it's like a safety issue. Yeah, you can probably just do that. Yeah, because <clears throat> I don't know. Now that I think about it, unless it is like a safety issue, yeah. yeah if you're yelling, that's just bad, bad yeah, days. Yeah, you shouldn't, I mean, you shouldn't really have to use... yell to communicate what you're trying to. Wait, is it? Yeah, if there's a safety. You know, if somebody's like beating the shit out of somebody. Hey! What's oh, going on? Well, exactly. <laughs> or yeah. if, you know, Jack's about if to stick his finger in the aggra- If it's an aggressive situation <laughs> yeah, and, like, yelling at somebody. But I'm just saying, like, if you're mad at somebody and you're right. yelling at them, like, yeah. you're, you like, doing? control yourself. Pull yourself together. Dude, so thinking of, like, words and the meaning of words. Oh, shit. I was thinking of this sword. And I was like, he- I'm going to need to heat this word, this sword up to remove the handle. Because, like, they glued that handle on. I'm going to. But I'm not necessarily going to reforge it. So I was thinking I don't, I want to be careful when I heat it because if it's tempered, if I heat it, it'll lose its temper. And then I was thinking like, oh my gosh, a sword has a temper, like a fine hard edge that's just a little bit flexible, but not hard enough to break. So it's good temper. Like if you have your temper, like you don't lose your temper. You're like even headed and cool and you're very strong and ready to strike like a sword, like very powerful in like in a confronta- confrontation, like if you lose your temper and you become like frayed and like blown out and you just become weaker, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. and I don't know, just losing your <laughs> temper compared to like how it works on metal and also how it wor- works on your personality. Yeah. Your, your own metal. Like, <laughs> and I don't know, just being calm and even headed yeah. against somebody who's angry I feel like it's much easier to take advantage of the angry person if you're, like, in a confrontation or something. 
Yeah, hopefully you can get them to fucking come down to your your level if you just are calm about it. Well, I'm not even saying just, well, yeah, to calm them down <coughs> or even if they, like, attack you, they're just coming at you angry. You can, like, fucking sidestep and, like, fucking yeah. finish them off, do whatever. Keep your wits about you. <clears throat> yeah, or you could be acting calm and then just fucking do like a ninja strike <laughs> just fucking bah! not expecting it see that's the thing is you keep your hands out in front of you and then in the no man's land so that way you're like halfway there or if you do a, a strike or catch any other strikes <coughs> hell yeah it's real man you want your trouble <laughs> fucking a soda car their ass to the ground mm-hmm. hopefully not that'd be so intense to have to get into a fucking confrontation in the street, just on a sidewalk, on a concrete sidewalk. Can you imagine that? Hope you're wearing good shoes. Oh man, hope you didn't just eat a fucking big lunch. This fucking guy needs to, you guys fucking handle this guy now. Oh my god, dude, it's a dangerous situation. People are looking, to, you know. Oh man, I think uh, no, I feel like Scared. me and you would be pretty well prepared in that <clears throat> situation because we just like completely catch them off guard with what we could actually do. <laughs> I guess like ideally, right? Like hopefully, fucking they don't they don't have three years or more of MMA and wrestling. Like, <laughs> If they did, why would they yeah, be they, doing that crime? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're probably cool enough to not be fucking warranting a physically violent altercation in public. Yeah, because if it's like <clears throat> some public, like that's some small time shit, so only a yeah. punk would be doing something like yeah. that. Like anybody who actually like knew what they were doing like probably wouldn't just like mug somebody in the street or do... Yeah. Or, Unless it's like a car, somebody tried to steal your car in a parking garage, or there's so many scenarios. <laughs> but more or less, you hope that they don't know what they're doing, really, beyond yeah. a few things. Yeah, if somebody doesn't, if somebody has, like, if they didn't even wrestle in high school, forget about it. Like, I'm going to make them look like a child. Well, that's the thing, too, is it doesn't even <laughs> matter how good of a fire you are. If you slam somebody on their head, if you hit Fuck. them with a planet, yeah. like, they're staying down. Just suplex them, just fucking feet overhead. Yeah, but I mean, there's so many just like in their blood. wrist locks and trips and like paint a message of warning in their blood. Oh yeah, just like <laughs> just shove their arm up their ass, like, <laughs> just rip their arm off, shove it. string their intestines around like confetti. <laughs> Send a message to the other mother muggers. Well, and their mothers, like, don't raise a mugger. Yeah, decapitate them and stick them in their mother's mailbox. Fuck his eyes him. out. <laughs> fucking put him on his mom's windshield wipers. I don't know. Put a stick him on the antenna. <laughs> oh, man, I was thinking about dying on my motorcycle today because I was riding it. <laughs> so I'm riding the chopper and, you know, every fucking, I'm like, who, I don't know, but... This could be it. This could be it. <laughs> Doesn't have a front brake, which is about 80% of the stopping power. And, you know, I don't know. It's just a fucking, it's a death trap. It's awesome. And, uh, you know, fucking somebody just not paying attention on their phone, maybe, swerves into that lane, just kills you head on. And I was just thinking, like, in, in this scenario, there was, like, a, a box truck coming at me. <laughs> And I was like, fuck, it was like, it was like construction, so I was like, I don't really have, like, an exit here, like, if this guy, for some reason, just enters this lane, that's, this was pretty much it for me, yeah, I don't really have anywhere else to escape, you know, because when you're riding on the motorcycle, you you want to have, yeah, escape, escape routes, you gotta, you know, be conscious of that, and, 
Yeah, it's fucking, I was like, alright, well, what if this guy, like, had a seizure, and just through no fault of his own, just, like, you know, or he fell asleep, he has narcolepsy or something, and he just fucking kills me, like, how bad is he gonna feel? I was like, well, hopefully, hopefully my friends will, like, comfort him and be like, hey, listen, man, if anybody was accepting the death and, like, looking forward to it, it was kind of this guy, and if anybody would have forgiven you for it, especially... It was a medical thing. I don't even... He's honestly... Even he wouldn't even be man. mad. He's not mad. He's, <laughs> he just asked you to just live a good life from here on out in honor of him. Yeah. Like. <laughs> he just asked that you express love appropriately to everything. <laughs> and every time you see a black cap chickadee, that's him. And just say hello. You know? And just, yeah, that was like going through my head. I was just... Down so it was daydreaming and I hit a pothole. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Gotta watch those potholes on that chopper, man. <laughs> yeah, no if you're not shit. braced. If you're not standing up a little bit, your fucking tailbone's going Flex through your, your core. <laughs> it, the whole thing's like a core workout because I'm just like leaning back. Because that little that king oh, yeah. queen seat only comes up to like, you know, the fucking very bottom Damn. of the small of my back. So it's like a. You're like at like a forty five. Just there's turning his old driving contraption. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like yeah. Everybody says it looks like I'm like fucking in a recliner. Just yeah, fucking out. It's comfortable. Hell yeah. I'm rolling. I'm chopping. Nice, <clears throat> dude. That thing will be sick in the apocalypse. Don't need much gas. Fucking rip around. Yeah. <laughs> Easy to fix or with common parts. Holy shit. It's already 4.30. Oh, damn. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Or can we keep going? I don't know. I don't know. Do you have, know do you have a time? Talk about. What? Um, dude, you were talking about origin of words. And so I've been... Uh, well, I got away from getting into Hebrew, but I was when I was learning about Judaism a lot. And uh, so Hebrew is pretty interesting to me. And then uh, looking into fucking Arabic... Some of that shit with Islam. That's some pretty cool shit. I wish I had my notes. Talk about some more specific stuff. But Islam means, it's like submission. I think a Muslim, Muslim translates to one who submits to God. So that's what their, their whole thing is about. Is fucking, you know, submitting. Going with the flow. Interesting. You know, trusting God. Just fucking, yeah. <clears throat> they also share the story of Abraham. Like Christianity and Judaism does. Only... In Islam, the son that he brought to sacrifice was Ishmael, the son that his um, like slave woman um, had, because mm-hmm. his wife couldn't have a son, so he went to like bastard then, son. Yeah, back then it was like common to just do that. Well, then eventually his wife did have a son, Isaac, and so that's the Christians and the Jews believe that he brought Isaac to uh, Mount whatever the fuck it was to uh, Sinai, maybe Mount um, Sinai. Yeah, yeah, to. Uh, Sacrifice, but then the Muslims believe it was Ishmael, so that's where that's where they delineate. But they both believe that Abraham was their father, and he fucking wow. They actually believe that Abraham. Well, they believe that Adam first built the Kaaba, which is the the big building that they circle in Mecca. Mm-hmm. That they they pray to uh, when they pray five times a day. Um, they believe that Adam built it, and then it was destroyed in the flood. And then I think they maybe it was Moses then, but Moses or Abraham, they believe fucking rebuilt it and uh yeah it's fucking it's really big it's like 50 feet tall what's it's in a it? big cube 
Um, it's not a lot. It's like pretty fucking like minimalist in there, but it's the just the building itself is supposed to represent like the presence of God. Mm. So um, when fucking I think we watched a video and I, I, it was probably within the last twenty years or so they followed people pilgrimaging to Mecca, and they said two million people were going to be there that year. So. I don't know. It's probably more now. There's probably more Muslims, you know, 20 years later. So there's, let's say fucking 5 million people maybe go to fucking Mecca during the pilgrimage wow. season. So it's insane. So they, they, part of it is circling the Kaaba seven times and it's just a sea of people. It look, I mean, it's like, it's a huge fucking area. It looks like a coliseum just full of people circling this thing. So like, some people are lucky enough just to, you know, fucking see the thing, and, like, some people are right up next to it and can, like, touch it and shit. Wow. But, yeah, it's all just... That's wild. <clears throat> it's it's crazy to think that, um, in, like, a deeper psychological way, their entire society is rooted in the central place, and it all radiates out from there, so no matter where they are, they're always yeah. facing towards it when they, medit- when they pray yeah. or meditate, so they're always, like, visualizing it. And so no matter, no matter where they are in the world, they're still oriented with their culture. Yeah. Which is cool. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But that's how, like, the North Star supposedly is for Northern people. X was just telling me today, speaking of Native American stuff, that he found out... I don't remember what tribe, but um, there's a tribe in the Plains around, like, Kansas. Maybe Cheyenne? Maybe there? Yeah, probably. Um, it, the, like, Polaris, the North Star, they thought of as, like, the head god, and then there's, like, a constellation that makes up, like, a circle of, I think he said it was ten stars around it, and so they have, like, they decided to, like, run their society with, like, a council of ten, like, chiefs and then one, like, main chief, and so they would literally sit in a circle around the main chief and fucking have their fucking, you know, their council make their decisions and whatever, so they, like, they modeled that off of the fucking stars that that fucking rad right <laughs> that is and it's cool because i was telling you outside how like learn more about native american culture like how the different balances and nuances because that wasn't cheyenne because the cheyennes their type of chiefdom was they um had <clears throat> every eight years i believe it was they picked or every 10 years they picked 40 chiefs because four was their sacred number so every 10 years, they picked 40 chiefs, and um, four, they picked four old chiefs, which were guys that had already been chiefs. So they re-elected four dudes from the chiefs before, and elected 40 new chiefs. Mm-hmm. And that was their kind of, like, civilian government. And then the warrior societies, each warrior society had one main chief, and... Um, it was nine lesser chief, like small war chiefs, and so they had three war chiefs and twenty-seven small war chiefs, and they both like co-ran co-ran society and like all the hunting and war, and like that stuff was kind of um, delegated to the war chiefs. Yeah, that learning about all the different Native American stuff is fucking super cool. Um, oh, real quick. As long as we're talking about fucking running shit and fucking Islam, I think the biggest thing I learned, and as long as I'm talking on a podcast that six people will hear, the fucking most important thing I learned was the difference between 
like Islam the religion and fucking Afghanistan and Saudi Arabia the countries. Because I thought for sure, like, that was, like, how they ran shit and how they were oppressive to women and, like, demanded that they wear, like, gloves and the full burqa with just, mm-hmm. the, you know, just their eyes showing all that shit. And then, like, you know, they can't work outside the house. Because it's based on the Taliban's fucked up interpretation of Sharia law. And because Saudi Arabia is just some bunch of fucking assholes, I guess. Like, that oppressive treatment of women there, that's, like, not really... Islam and it's not representative and, and most Islam. yeah most Muslims fucking hate that because it make you know cause that's what I thought like so to go to Saudi that's Arabia point, to go yeah. to go to Mecca like for a pilgrimage um if a woman wants to go there she has to get written permission from her husband or a male relative and I was like damn Islam's fucked up but that's just to get into Saudi Arabia because Saudi Arabia because of up. Saudi Arabia yeah, yeah that's just the Saudi Arabian government so yeah like um Islam actually gives fucking women a lot of power and um Muhammad's wife, uh, Khadijah, she was fucking super, she was like, um, I don't know, important in the fucking religious leadership role and stuff, and he had daughters, and they were all, like, they first, like, religious leaders, and so, um, when, like, women, when they get married, the man has to give her a sum of money or, like, gold or something, and that's her money, so if she wants to divorce him, and, like, that's start a new takes, life, that's, yeah. yeah, he can never have that, and then... Um, any money she earns is rightfully hers, but like she can share it. And like in practicality, they usually do, you know, two incomes. Yeah. Here, more. But like, according to, you know, their fucking the true religion, religion, it's fucking, yeah. it's literally written in the Quran that her income is hers. So yeah, like Islam itself fucking has shit that's like empowering to women and it specifically like mentions them and they're, you know, it's like concerned about them. Not treating them just like property and shit. Um, but the Taliban's fucked up and Saudi Arabia's fucked up. So, yeah. That was like... I was like, oh, shit. Makes like, sense. Yeah, I felt, I felt bad because I was like, wow, I really fucking had that wrong. <laughs> like, Yeah, but you know I mean? when it really comes what down to do? it... Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah, when it really comes down to it, a lot of these religions, when you truly find out what it really is, it's like, yeah, it's not so bad. And they're all pretty much saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just... Yeah. They all really just want you to be good. Re- achieve cosmic consciousness. People. You know what's really cool is the mystical side of Islam. I know we're trying to wrap it up, but those whirling dervish guys, you ever seen that? Yes. Those, those dancers, that, yeah, that's how they fucking meditate. That's oh, how they damn. With yeah, that's like a display for God. That's what that's for. Wow. That's not even for us. That's And they have like their right hand up facing the heavens and then the left hand faces down facing earth. They like, kind of connect the two. And then they just fucking... So they're shamans. Dancing shamans. Yeah, their their sect of um, of Islam is, like, the mystical sect of, like, the they try to have the closest relationship with God. Like, to directly communicate with God. Wow. Like, they believe that Muhammad did on his night of power. Um, he was at the, the spot where there's a, a mosque. It's called the Dome of the Rock. Um, that's where they believe that Muhammad ascended into heaven and got to meet God <clears throat> and then came back down. Um it's uh islamic and, wizards i like it yeah yeah they're, they're the ones that are they're the uh the gnostics but for islam <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right well everybody um checks out moraine underscore barbarians um on instagram you already said that but um yeah thanks for listening yeah we have stuff coming down the pipeline i mean life has just been wild lately you know yeah everybody's we're just doing shit 
working on making an LLC, and then we'll get more sponsors, and then we'll have cooler shit and cooler content. And get a get Patreon gift giveaways and shit like that, because don't want to be sellouts and sell too much shit, but <laughs> do giveaways. That's fucking legit. Give it away. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening, and catch you next time.